How to Tell Stories to Children is a bi-weekly podcast exploring the science and methodology of storytelling. I am Silke Rose West. And I am Joseph Saracy. We are the authors of How to Tell Stories to Children. Our goal is to foster diverse storytelling by helping individuals like you awaken to the storyteller within. It's a gift to be simple and the making of a grass doll. Welcome, dear listeners. Please join me today in this podcast as we explore how to tell stories to children around simplicity and the grass doll. I'll give you instructions on how to make a doll in the video that you can find on www.howtotellstoriestochildren.com slash podcast. And there will also be a story that you could listen to. But I invite you to make your own grass doll, play with it, and tell your own story. And in it, you can experience the storytelling loop firsthand. Nature is filled with abundance. We oftentimes have also abundance in our home, in, in toy rooms. Oftentimes we have a lot of toys. Our children have a lot of things. I raised two daughters myself, and they did have a lot of dolls, and they loved the dolls very much. But there were times when we went uh, into the great outdoors, and th- we had forgotten to bring it all. At times, too, we had to encounter the dilemma of, oh, I don't want to go. Do we have to? Mama, why do we have to go so far? And I would find myself in a place of frustration at times and also feeling like, well, it would have been easier to stay home and let the girls play. But inside of me, I felt also the calling to go out because I needed it as a parent. I needed to actually restore myself a little bit. And my children, they understood that. And at the same time, I I didn't always find the words for it. And I had to beckon them to, let's just go a little bit further. And sometimes in walking, I myself would come to the place of thinking, okay, what would make me want to arrive at a place that's a little bit further away if I was a child? And then I remembered how I just loved to make my own dolls when I was a little girl. So I would tell my girls, let's keep going. I know there is a grass fairies are nearby And perhaps they have a gift for us. And so we would walk over yet one more hill and find a little place near the stream. And there was a lot of grass. It was the time of the year where you had grass but no flowers yet. And so we would pluck the little stems of grass and I would say, look, oh, this grass, I can turn some of this grass into a doll head. Oh, what else will it need? Arms and legs. And before you knew it, my youngest daughter would have the grass doll in her hand and my older daughter would say, make one for me too, please, mom. And then 
the girls would engage in playing with the grass dolls and they would also make up their own stories and in time let them go down the stream, let them go down the river. My younger daughter was more attached to things and had a hard time when she lost things in nature. And sometimes I was a little bit worried about that because she would just have a screaming fit if she lost something. And what I noticed is the her grass all did fall into the river and it floated away and she cried. And I said, well, she probably has to visit grandmother down the stream But you know, she has a friend that's still here and we can make another friend for you to play with because she didn't want you to be alone. And so I would make another grass doll for my little daughter. And when we were about to leave the forest, she would say, Oh, mom, let's have this grass doll go down the river too because then she can go to grandma's house as well. So both of the grass dolls went floating and we waved goodbye. And on the way home, I felt the relief. I was restored myself. I had enough time to sit by the stream and rest up before going home and taking care of the next thing that was awaiting me. My girls were happy. And to this day, I think they trust that whenever they go out in nature, they could find something that could be turned into into a little being and in that beingness of the doll the grass also becomes alive in our hands and out of this simplicity arises a doll and the simple doll invites the child to look at the magic of nature I can make anything and I don't even need to have a string The grass is enough. I can even use my fingers as scissors or even my teeth if I had to. Isn't it amazing? We have everything we need. And when we can embrace that, there will be a sense of freedom that arises within us. The worry of it's not enough. The worry of what if my girls fight over it. All those things, I can drop them, I can let them go. In the YouTube video, I made a grass doll for myself. And then I placed her near a little spring. My daughters are now grown up and they live far away in Europe. And while I miss them, as a mother, I can take that grass doll and I can place her near the spring And I can say, oh, a little grass doll, send a little blessing to my daughters in the far off land. So it has been a gift for my daughters when they were little. And it is a gift for me as a mother that can also last really for a lifetime. Sometimes it is these simple things that can be made out of a blade of grass that can touch our hearts so deeply and remind us that we actually have all we need and that we are being blessed. In that blade of grass, there is the sun, there is the water, there is everything, it holds everything in it. And in my hands lives the Creator. 
I can create. And it doesn't have to be a piece of perfection. It can be funny looking. It doesn't have to be perfect. And in this imperfection, there is also a beautiful story. The story that allows me to be the blade of grass. And perhaps the story is shaping me. And when I watch in my own children this ability to make something out of very simple material and to feel excited and to feel alive and to be able to let go of the worry who has the nicer one, who has the better one, to just say, look what my hands were able to do, then I feel real joy in my heart. It is a gift that I hope my children will always carry with them for the rest of their life. And I hope that I can also hold on to that gift for myself, this beautiful gift of simplicity. And I know whenever I meet a child on the trail, in the woods, or a grandmother, or a grandfather, it doesn't matter. If I say, hello, did you see There's a little doll down here in the bushes. Most likely it's going to bring a smile, even to the stranger. And perhaps even the stranger will be awoken to think of a story as they keep walking on the path. So we inspire each other as human beings. We inspire each other to be alive. And to feel that aliveness through our engagement with the living beings around us. And I thank you for listening. Enjoy making your grass doll. Perhaps she has a story for you. If you listen, you might hear it. So, enjoy. Thank you for listening. Hey everyone, Joseph Saracy here. We're going to get back to the podcast in a second, but I want to share a few announcements. First, thanks for listening. We love your comments and questions too, so keep them coming. You can reach us on our About page at howtotellstoriestochildren.com. Second, please rate this podcast and write a review if you have the time. It makes it easier for other folks to find us. You can also pledge $4 at Patreon and help keep this podcast alive and free for everyone. Third, the relaunch of our book is scheduled for June 22nd. We're going to be announcing lots of extra events, interviews, and giveaways in the next few months, so stay tuned. If you're not already on our mailing list, you can sign up at howtotellstoriestochildren.com. Finally, we're delighted to announce that the book has 15 foreign editions and counting, including Chinese, German, Japanese, Spanish, Korean, Arabic, and a whole lot more. So, wherever you're listening, you're bound to find a copy soon. Okay, now back to the episode. The Story of the Little Blade of Grass In the midst of winter, underneath the snow, there was a little grass seed laying asleep next to all the other little grass seeds, her brothers and sisters. They were dreaming about springtime, and they thought to themselves, I wonder, I wonder, what we will look like 
What color of a dress will we wear? Well, before you knew it, this warm sunshine brought so much warmth to the earth below that the little seed babies started to talk to each other. It's time to grow, it's time to grow. And they pushed and pushed little roots down into the ground and their little heads up through the earth. There they poked out. And a little child walked by and said, Mother, look, I see the grass is growing. It's springtime. The child was so excited. And all the little grass shoots started to grow taller and taller reaching their little tips up towards the sun. Let's pretend we are sun rays, said one of them. Oh, that's silly. We are green and the sun is gold and yellow. Oh, well, let's just pretend that we are green sun rays. That sounds like fun. In the beginning, they enjoyed themselves quite a bit. But soon the child that would come by would say, I see the tulips nice and red. Oh, mother, they are so beautiful. Look, there are the blossoms on the tree. Aren't they so precious? And the grass blades started to think, Well, we want to be precious too, but we are only green. And one of the little grass blades started to say, I wish I was a red tulip. Oh, come on, said her brothers and sisters. We are little green blades of grass. We can dance in the wind in the way that the tulip cannot. Come, let's dance. But on that day the wind did not blow, and the little blade of grass said, I can only dance when the wind blows. I wish I was as beautiful as the red tulip. There was no way the other blades of grass could help her. She was just feeling kind of sad. Oh, I wish I could be special. All of a sudden, a little rabbit came hobbling by and gobble-gobble started to nibble on the grass bush and he ate up half of the grass bush, only not the little blade of grass that was hoping that it would become a tulip. Oh, look, now even the rabbit ate up all the other grass. Oh, my goodness, I wish I was a tulip. Look, why does it not eat the tulip? Perhaps because the tulip is so beautiful. Little Rabbit enjoyed the grass. Grass was so delicious. It was even more delicious than tulips. That's why it ate the grass. Now it so happened that the little blade of grass had been drifting into sleep when all of a sudden a little hand plucked the grass along with the others, all that was left standing from the little bushel that the little rabbit had eaten from. Oh, look at this beautiful grass. Today I'll make a doll for someone special. Oh, I wish I was special, said the little blade of grass. 
the hands of the person who had picked the grass started to carefully and gently weave it into a doll. Each blade of grass became part of the doll's body. Look how beautiful it is. And then all of a sudden, a child came by. And the maker of the doll said, look who I found. A little doll made out of grass. Isn't she so beautiful? Oh, she's the most beautiful of all, said the little child. Can I have her, please? She took the doll out of the adult hands of the maker and went with it to the red tulip nearby. Hello, tulip friend, the child said with her little doll. I'm so happy you are here. Let's be friends, you and me. I love to dance around you. I'm the grass doll, made out of little blades of grass. My name is Gertrude. Oh, that's a fun name for me. So Gertrude danced around the tulip. And the little blade of grass, although it was not connected to its roots anymore, it was connected to all the brothers and sisters that had been plucked and turned into a doll, started to think to herself, Oh, I'm sorry, Tulip, that I thought you were more precious than me. I'm now a doll, a precious doll in the child's hand, and now I can see your beauty. And can you see mine? All of a sudden, the tulip started to drop a leaf. Oh, look, said the child. I'll turn that leaf into a hat for my little doll. And another leaf from the tulip dropped. And look, this one I'll turn into a little skirt. And wrapped the red little tulip leaf around the grass doll and made a little skirt. Finally, the tulip and the grass blade had become one. And the grass blade and the tulip started to share something. Tulip said, Oh, when I stood there tall and proud, I often thought, I wish I had grass sisters like you, because I stood alone. Oh, said the grass doll, I always wished I could be you and have a nice red tulip head and be admired. Oh, how I wished that I would taste as sweet as you and call the rabbit to me. I wanted it to eat one of my leaves, but it preferred the sweetness of your grass. Oh, said the little grass doll, isn't it so wonderful that you and I, we get to be together now. Your tulip petal becomes my hat and my skirt. And you become my body, said the tulip. Isn't it so wonderful how this child has helped us to become friends? That's right, said the grass blade to the tulip. And the tulip and the grass blades, they became friends ever since. And if you go into your garden and you look for the tulip, you might find a bushel of grass nearby. And perhaps you can make a doll out of the grass. And when the tulip is ready to drop her leaf, perhaps you can make a little hat as well. And remember how they used to struggle about each other's differences and how in the end 
they became friends and enjoyed each other's presence in the beautiful spring garden. And Mother Rabbit, who hopped near, she said, Look, oh, I love to gaze at the tulip, and I love to taste the sweetness of the grass. Happy doll making. The end. Thank you for listening to How to Tell Stories to Children, a bi-weekly podcast from the authors of How to Tell Stories to Children, an acclaimed new book empowering parents and teachers across the world. A new edition is due out in 15 languages from Houghton Mifflin Harcourt in June of 2021. You can find more story ideas at howtotellstoriestochildren.com and on our Facebook page. You can also submit questions and topics. We like to hear from you. And by pledging $4 on Patreon, you can help us keep this podcast alive and free for everyone. Together, we can spread the intimacy and joy of storytelling, one family at a time.